0: edition of Demonology Today.
1: Hello, Mr. Carroll. How are you doing?
0: All right, Mr. Chris. How's it going? Doing good. Good evening, everybody. Tammy Johnson, Aussie Sue, Stanley Stones, Crazy Witch, Juno, Irene, Catherine, Tess H. Ah, uh, everybody. hope everybody had a good weekend. And B man, welcome, welcome, everybody. Bad about, uh, the bad thing about
1: the bad thing about that never last long enough.
0: That's right. And mystical keeper comes into the rear. How you doing? Welcome, welcome. So how you doing there? So interesting. Last show we had, we ended on a note talking about giants. I just sent you the fifty-two inch footprint. And I've been waiting to say
1: this tonight. It's going to be a big, big show, okay? Uh, <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen,
0: again, let you up front. Uh, I'm having problems with the internet. I live out in the country, so they are working on it. So, if we go in and out, that is my apologies. But uh, I not- sent Mr. Carroll a 52-inch footprint. Uh, From the last show, from a guy out west, a wife was at home, lives in the mountains, uh, was in the middle of the day, and uh, she looked out her window, and she saw something taller than her trees, and uh, she couldn't see what it was because the sun was behind it, and the only thing she could see was a shadow, and she freaked out and called her husband. Her husband was like, whatever, and she's like, I mean, like, literally, like, stroking out. So her husband come home and uh, could not fathom what he saw out in the yard and called his Bigfoot uh, buddy to come over. And he was like, do what? And uh, so they had one try where they can actually cast and uh ladies and gentlemen they casted this track and i forgot how many people it actually took to get this track out of the ground but literally mr carroll did it not take up the, the tailgate of the bed of the truck more so more more than it was hanging over the tailgate actually yeah. so but the but the the tracks just disappeared so the first thing I said to the, the gentleman on the show and Val and Decker er, that was a Nephilim. It's what it reminded me of and he and one of the guys was like didn't remember the movie The Troll. Well so, here's the the uh, hello, Yolanda, uh standing yeah, Here's the interesting thing about the Nephilim. They they
1: have a supernatural attribute to them. And uh, here's one other thing. The tracks that supernatural creatures leave usually disappear after a certain amount of time uh, so that's a, that's a strong connection of what you're talking about there uh, that's very interesting hmm it's interesting it. I,
0: I can't wait they really got it yeah the tracks did
1: disappear suppose so I had that, that happen to think once a uh, matter of fact I talked about that night on another podcast I did short before sure. I came on here. Where these uh, line of tracks just—I went back to look at them, and they were gone. They just weren't there anymore. I mean, and there was no wind that day. There was no rain. There was nobody would have erased them. They were just gone. And I wasn't gone that long that I came back to look for them. It was only like maybe an half hour or something, and they weren't there. So I found out later during research that often supernatural creatures will do that. They will their tracks will. Slowly go away, just like they do sometimes.
0: Hey, Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> but how do you want to start tonight? I know this is, you said, your favorite subject.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm going to start with a Bible quote, actually. Uh, two Bible quotes. Uh, let me get them on here. Hold on just a second. Uh um, Get them up here. I'm going
0: to read you two Bible books.
1: And this is what it says.
0: Stingray says your audio is wonky again, uh, Dennis. It's cutting in and out again.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, how's that? Is that better? Is that a little better? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men which were of old, men of renown. That's Genesis 6.4. And then you have Numbers 1333. Listen to this, it's very interesting. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we're in our own side. We were in our their side as grasshoppers. Think about that. Moment. That's very interesting. Uh, when you compare yourself as a grasshopper to something else, that's very big, folks. But what they're talking about here are the Nephilim. That's what they're called, the Nephilim. Now, I want you to listen to that first passage very closely. And there were giants in the earth in those days and after. So there was what the Bible is saying here, basically, and it's one of the oldest books we know, okay? It's saying that once upon a time on this planet, there existed a race of giants alongside a regular men. To me, that's very interesting. And there have been over the years, scientific research and excavations that have come upon these bones, the giant skulls, and bones, and cages of men or women, as the case may be, that were humongous. These were, I mean, probably in the neighborhood of what you were talking about earlier. Um, the mountain trolls, the very famous mountain trolls, that's what that sounds like that you, know, you were referring to with that
0: case. Um, or your mic's 20, still breaking up and, pretty bad. It, it's clicking uh, in and out again. Okay. Is your Bluetooth me, kicking yeah. in and off?
1: Let me see. Uh, I can just a little bit there.
0: And see if that helps. See any on that? Is that, is that working? Yeah, better. Let's try it again. Uh, test, test, right. test, test. Huh? That's is the Bluetooth kicking in? It's, it's still yeah, clicking okay. again. It's like yeah. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn this off and it may be interfering with it.
1: See if that'll help any. Okay. All right. We'll try that. All right. Anyway, uh, the mountain trolls were described as 20 to 30 foot tall. Uh, That's very interesting. That's very big. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, you're getting way up there in the clouds on this, and you know, uh, down through folklore, we've had many stories about giants over the years. Uh, you know, the very famous one of Jack and the Beanstalk. Well, actually, the first original title for that story was Jack the Giant Killer, because well, he did finally do that guy in. You would thought to be a very big hero if you could do in giants, definitely. Um, and what are all giants described as being? They have some certain attributes that they share with each other. Most of them are said to be red-haired. They have red hair. Uh, some of them are mostly, mostly described as cannibals. They eat people. Uh, and they're kind of wild. They usually live in caves or out away from men because men fear them. And they're sort of like a dragon. You can go out to kill dragons and giants, you know, that kind of a thing. You had to go out in the woods to do it or way out in civil- away from civilization. So they consider to have a lot of, different, of the same attributes between each other. And, you know, you have the story of the uh, Indians in the Southwest who uh, fought a, uh, a race of red-haired giants. And these giants, would, here's the interesting thing about it, they would steal mostly women and young children, and they would eat these people, okay? They would take them back to the cave system and eat them. So the uh, American Indians had, had enough of this junk, so they piled up a lot of brush in front of the caves, set it on fire, and asphyxiated these giants, supposedly. And uh, there have been stories told that through the years some of these bones have been found uh, giant arm bones, leg bones and stuff like that along with skulls but it was covered up by the Smithsonian and certain other scientific institutions because it did not fit their criteria it would probably threaten their their money grants too by the way, that's probably why a lot of that went down that way but uh, here's the interesting thing about that, They, they took them to the museums and conveniently lost them uh, that's the way that story went. But uh, gi- here's the interesting thing, Chris. Giants have been with us from day one, in the beginning of all of our history, as far back as recorded history goes, and then in the folklore and legend as well. Giants have always been with us. And I find that very interesting because you find the giants at the very beginning of the Bible. Just in a few verses into it, you hear this about the The giants. so I feel like it's a very recognized thing that these giants did exist but here's the interesting question we're going to talk about tonight, are they still with us just like this lady you talked about are these things still with us, are they still out there walking around amongst us and here's another thing we're going to examine how did this happen, how did this come about, what the heck are these giants doing here well, what were they doing too? Also, in the past. So, what's your 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 kind of spin on that, Chris? How do you feel about giants? Do you think that they are some still out there, like the great, the famous Kandahar giant? You know the story about the Kandahar giant.
0: Well, I believe that they still exist. Uh, I think the lady saw something in her yard. Uh, the guy casted a print. I. Th- I think the guy uh, on youtube uh actually filmed uh one uh i think that uh they took him out i think his uh comment uh, that he faked it uh i think it was coerced i think his redaction was coerced and that he mysteriously disappeared and his family don't know where he's at uh i mean that speaks words of wisdom right there i mean that Kess is a lot of shadow and a lot of questions. Uh, that video uh, just, just did not come out of nowhere. Now, I know there's a lot of CGI out there and, and you know, AIG and whatever now. But, uh, you know, there was other witnesses around when that video was, was released and published. He was not the only one on that highway at that time. So, uh, yeah, Uh, there are also rumors that uh, the government is working with Nephilim and underground uh, bases to, uh, you know, working with uh, against God and other powers to be. So I don't know. So, yeah, is it feasible and possible? uh, Absolutely. According to the story, the government
1: wanted the DNA of the giants, the Nephilim. Uh, for certain experiments that they wanted to do, you know, have the government and stuff like that. Uh, they had their own uh, swing on well, weaponizing, this type of a thing. But let's go back a little bit, past far back, past modern times. Let's go back to the biblical times. Who were the Nephilim? Why, what were they up to and exactly why we get giants out of this thing, okay? The Nephilim were the offspring. Of fallen angels and human women. That's what the Bible plainly said there. The sons of God came unto the daughters of men, and they had children. The Satan's plan from the very beginning, Chris, was that, uh, I'm going to get to the kind of a few minutes. Um, the, the, uh, the satanic plan for this world and mankind was to screw it up as much as possible. Here was God's creation. It was perfect in every way. You had the Garden of Eden, everything was going along fine until you-know-who showed up in the form of a serpent and screwed everything up royally. He's good at that. That's his job. Uh, But he had a much bigger plan than just messing with Adam and Eve. He wanted to destroy Adam and Eve's offspring. And in order to do that, he had to corrupt them. And uh, I'm gonna talk about big time. Now, remember the first crime was uh, Cain and Abel. Abel killed his brother and uh, Cain was cast out. A lot of people ask me this question. Cain went forth and went out in the land and he went to another city of people. Hold on a minute. Where did those people come from? Okay. I believe in the background all of this time that all this stuff was going on, Satan had messed with the seed of mankind and corrupted mankind to the point where these people were corrupt and basically wholly, somewhat evil. Um, in their outlook and everything. Remember, they had to just, God had to destroy the world the first time with the flood because of this. The blood of the Nephilim, the blood of the fallen angels, had corrupted this world and that's where you get the Nephilim from okay that's the human and demonic connection together the hybrid you might call it now here's the interesting thing and you know a lot of people don't talk about this so think about it but look at the Bible the very first part of the Bible is a genealogy book ever ask yourself why it's not just showing you the lineage of Jesus all the way back to Adam by the way it's, that's the genealogy, okay? But take that word genealogy a minute. What it comes from? Our genes, our DNA, okay? They're showing you Jesus' DNA, his genealogy, all the way back to Adam. Why is that very important? Because the rest of mankind got corrupted by the satanic plant. But the Jewish people were not. And that is why God was so prevalent about asking them to remain pure. Do not get with the Gentile peoples. Do not get with the mixed races. Stay pure. Keep yourself what? Genetically clean. Because I've got to use you in a correct way. To defeat. To defeat the offspring of the Nephilim in that respect. Now, a lot of people have asked me, how did the endorphins survive the Great Flood? But that's the number one way they would have done that, through the DNA. And, you know, to this day, still people are born, Chris, with six fingers sometimes, double rows of teeth that the giants are supposed to have. Some people join, are born without gigantism, as it's called. It's a known disease by the way. Where is that coming from? Why is that showing up? Somewhere back in human history, this got bred into us for a purpose, my friend. That's what it was all about. This was a plan, a satanic plan, to screw up the offspring, the, the sons of God, which is what we are considered because we are God's premier creation. we not be, be the only one in the whole universe, okay? But we are is considered his children. And what is the ultimate goal of the satanic plan in the end? Not only to screw up mankind, but to throw God off of his throne. That's what it's all coming down to. Satan not only hates us, he, he hates one thing more than he hates us. And what is that, Chris? God. He hates God more than he hates us, a whole lot more. Although he hates us pretty good, too, though. He went out spared for that. But he hates God, and he wants to become God. He wants to take God off of His throne. He said that in His own words, "I will make you God, my footstool." That's pretty bad. But that's what the whole plan's about, and it was, and a lot of it has to do to this very day with the DNA thing. The blood is the life, as the Bible says. The blood is the life. Why is that blood connection so prevalent and so much? Why were the giants? after blood so much why were they cannibals and they eat people that was the number one reason why man rebelled and tried to destroy the giants because the giants were eating us we were food to them they were much bigger than we were of course but we were easy prey we were easier prey than a bear or a lion you know can get a man a whole lot and eat him quicker uh, the favorite way to for a giant to eat people, by the way, they took the head off first, and then they would eat the rest of it. Uh, that way you quit wiggling so much. But anyway, that's the way the giants were, and that's why they were so hated by mankind. There was a big animosity between them. But look what, there you go back to the Bible again. We're Listen to this very closely. This is what God said to Satan, His seed, the seed of man, will bruise your head, and he will bruise, you will bruise his heel. There's a hatred, an animosity there, and it's still ongoing, but the satanic plan is also still ongoing, and will go on until the end of this age, the end of the age. The end of the world, as people call it. And by the way, that doesn't mean the end of this planet. Planet Earth is not going to blow up the cinders and go away. The world is going to always remain. But the world they're talking about is the civilization, the social system of mankind will come to an end one day. And a newer, better system will take its place. A real, true heaven on Earth. But until then, we have to deal with the protestinators of this Satanic plan. And the plan is still ongoing and the giants play a big part in this plan. Which is very interesting to look at. Now, I'll talk about a minute about the Kandahar giant and I'm gonna run over that right quick. We're supposedly this detachment of soldiers, I think was in it was in Iraq, wasn't it? Or I think somewhere like that. Yes. Anyway, uh, they were sent some type of activity was going on and they were sent to this cave system. And they were confronted by this giant, and they said this guy was estimated at probably around 12 to 15 feet tall. Now stop, now to to be able to get that in your mind, let me tell you what the average height of a telephone pole is. The average height of a telephone pole is 20 foot. Okay? So you're looking at something Fifteen foot that could reach up and touch the top of the telephone pole. No problem. Okay, that gives you an idea of what this how big this thing was supposed to be. Well really this thing had red hair. Understand. Uh-huh. This thing had red hair, long red hair. I'll tell you another thing about the red hair, it's always been associated with the devil. Sorry about that, red hair people. <laughs> That's the way it goes in folklore. Uh, red hair has always been associated with bad things. Well, I don't know, but that's, they just pick on red headed people. But anyway, you get witches, vampires, and all that stuff. But um, anyway, he had long red hair. He had fur on, had fur skins on him. And his spear was very long. I said I told him how long his spear was, like eight or nine foot long spear. And he killed one of the soldiers with his spear. Well, they shot at him, but he just went through all this. This detachment was, I think, about like 12 men, uh, somewhere in there. And um, he went through all of them, killed most of them, supposedly, or uh, several of them. And they had to call for reinforcements. Reinforcements came in, a bigger unit, and they actually were able to shoot this giant to death. And he was placed on a pallet and taken in. I might have been a Chinook helicopter, and a big helicopter, it's one of one of the transport helicopters, taken back to a base. And they were all debriefed, and it was uh, the bodies were explained as having run into an IED, and they were a uh, blood an explosion because they were so badly mangled that they were actually killed by explosives. Supposedly, that was the cover up story, and the and of course when you are in the military, you do sign a contract that says that you will not divulge anything that happens. Uh, and they they say, you've signed this contract. You say anything about what happened here today, you will go to prison for the rest of your life, or probably die, or both. Uh, so they they hushed these soldiers up. Now, a few of them supposedly later on talked about it. And that's why you hear about the giant of Kandahar. And... Uh, the interesting thing is that where this happened is not far, very far, I don't think, from supposed to be where Mesopotamia was. And this, of course, is supposed to be in the general area of the Garden of Eden and a lot of these other biblical areas. And it would definitely be the uh, location for the sons of Enoch, uh too, by the way. Uh, here's the interesting thing. A lot of this may be connected with Nimrod in the Bible, too, by the way. You've heard of Nimrod. And uh, Nimrod was not that, uh, yes. that good of a guy either. He founded his own city and all that. Uh, Nimrod was supposed to have been, I think, the son of Cain. There was another one called Jubal Cain. Uh, so it was all in a family. But um, the human genes were corrupted. And that's where you get the Nephilim. And the, the spirit of the Nephilim is still in this world too. And I'm going to tell you what that is about. Okay. The spirit of the Nephilim, of these giants, are still all about blood. Okay. Look at the many blood letting rituals that ancient man did the, the Aztecs, the Egyptians, a lot of these other guys. They did all this human sacrificing. Uh, what, what is it about this blood, 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 blood thing going on? Well, that's part of the satanic plan, too, the blood and the adrenochrome or whatever name you want to give some of the properties of this blood, that they're fashioned to. Giants blood, blood. You know, giants are often described as eating people and drinking cups of their blood. So it all comes back, blood, 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 over and over again. Um, and, they, and they would make blood covenants, you know. God made blood covenants with some people. Uh, that was a very strong promise if you make a blood covenant. Um, anyway, blood was a big thing in all this. And it was when it comes to the giants and the Nephilim. The spirit of the Nephilim is really the true spirit of what you would call the Antichrist. They're both one and the same, although we give them different tags because they're coming from different directions, but they're still the same force. You understand? They're still the same makeup. They're still collaborating with each other and all that. But the interesting thing about the Nephilim part of this equation is it has that human equation to it. The Nephilim have that human factor. And it's not all just demonic. You understand? It's half and half. Sort of the hybrid thing. Now a lot of people have speculated. Yeah, was another one. Uh, His bed was supposed to be like Twelve foot long, the bed if he slept in had to be a special made bed of iron. He was so big. Anyway, uh, the whole thing about it is the uh, the the demonic is the demonic has that influence, but it is a hybrid thing. And there's speculation that some of the high cryptids today, like Dogman, Sasquatch, and all that, actually come from the Snethlem influence, the Snethlem corruption. In in the world of nature Okay Because here's the interesting thing Chris Not only supposedly Did these fallen angels Breed with human women But they also Breed with animals Think about that a minute You even see that Showing up in the gods Of ancient Egypt Look at half of their Most of their gods Were half what Human And half what Animal Animal Yeah So The Nephilim were part also of nature, not just mankind to understand, but elementals of nature to that extent. So some people to this day speculate that creatures like Dogman, Sasquatch, Yeti, all these other different things in different parts of the world are the offspring or of the remnants of nature's and of them as well. Because they still have a little bit, if you look at it that way, a human factor to it you know the different the form of the human being but yet they're not human yeah that's the nephilim and that's what the giants look like and i believe that if you run into these giants very much like we were talking about earlier about the mountain troll let's think what he's described to look like okay mountain trolls have long hair teeth big teeth big hands they're huge And like I said, it can be between 20 and 35 foot tall, supposedly. That is big, my friend. That's a walking mountain. Okay? (laughs) That's big. Anyway, they have this long hair, red eyes, and some of them are described as having small horns. Okay? What are we looking at here? You're looking at a human hybrid type thing of an animal. Sounds like a big giant Bigfoot, doesn't it? Um uh, so you've got that factor going on, but yet it still has remnants of man in it. so what you're looking at, the satanic plan was not only to disrupt and corrupt mankind but nature as well. it was to screw up God's whole creation and that's what it's still and, and the plan is still ongoing to this day. I find that to be insidiously evil, but here's another factor, folks. The spirit of the Nephilim is still there. That's the the demonic connection to it. But yet you have remnants of mankind itself that is cooperating and complicit with these forces, like the giant of Kandahar. They wanted the DNA. They want to use, they would love to weaponize a giant. Think about it. If you could put a giant on the battlefield that's 30 foot tall, my gosh you'd have an unstoppable weapon. Uh, It would be hard to do with something like that. So they're looking at things like that, definitely. I know this sounds weird, way out and wacko, but the government doesn't think that. The powers that be don't think that because they are in cooperation and complicit with the spirit and forces of of the Nephilim that still are in this world. Because the Nephilim is a vital part of the satanic plan it will always be an ongoing thing until the end of the world we're stuck with the Nephilim and the Nephilim's in our genes though it's part of us unfortunately if we're not Jewish if we're not strictly Jewish and never been corrupted by an outside bloodline uh we're that spiritually though that's a different story okay the Nephilim spirit is in this world and it still corrupts men the we talked about before, look at all these mad serial killers that end up being what, Chris? accountables. They still like to eat people. They do the, the things that, that should never be done that are taboo, taboo to the rest of civilization. That's the one. Um, They have that hatred for mankind. And like I said earlier, that's what the whole plan is about. It's dividing us up, turning us against each other, fostering our hatred we have for each other. And this makes that Nephilim spirit stronger. This negativity we put out, it, it feeds off of it. We are, we are feeding the beast. And the beast is getting stronger. And he's getting more powerful. And he's getting ready to take us over and make us what We are truly are going to be in his eyes cattle that's what we are cattle
0: we, we think thing. about all negative blood
1: i've heard a lot of things about that uh there's a several there's other negative type blood that i've heard about too um that that fall in line with the old negative thing i have to be positive plus myself i'm positive okay anyway <laughs> uh yeah, i'll just ask that's a blood joke okay folks but anyway um uh, o negative is very strange. I think it's very rare, but it's also very strange. And the RH factor, blood too, is very strange. Some people say it's almost like it's an alien type of blood type. Um, so you've got some interesting things. Like I said, the blood tells the story, I think. And here's another thing we got to think about. Science is not being truthful with us, okay? Science is not telling us the whole story. Are you surprised by that statement? By the way, Chris. No, absolutely not. I'm not. I don't. Science is not telling us the whole story when it comes to DNA because there are factors in our DNA that they can't explain, or don't want to explain, or don't want to see the obvious explanation. They're covering this junk up. It's been a cover up for a long time. When you talk about Jack, you got to talk about a cover up. And that's what it is. There's a big cover-up on this. And you have to ask yourself, why? Is it just the money grant? I think it goes deeper than that. I think they know something, but they don't want to tell about it or talk about it. They know something, but they don't want it out because it would endanger their, their quest for power. Definitely. But if we have remnants of fallen angel blood in us, in our DNA, that means we are also inherently evil. I will say, say that, folks, but that is true. I, I just said inherently evil, not just moralistically evil. Okay? In other words, we have a tendency to kind of go down on the evil side if we're not careful. Okay? And I think that's another plan of what God had to do in order to keep us straight and to keep us from being absolutely corrupted. By this blood is in us. There's that footprint. That's how big that thing is. It's overlapping
0: the truck. I'm gonna blow it up the, a little bit. Leader.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, somebody explain that to me. Yeah, that is very strange. Huh? Here's one thing about that, though. I do
1: have to question: Where are the toes? You know, is it wearing shoes? He Not said they bad. had a, he
0: had a rough time to get that out of the ground.
1: Yeah. I'd like to see the underneath the you know. The I forgot how many, people,
0: how many people how many people the seeing.
1: Well we're seeing here because at the top of the of the cast. If we could see underneath, it would give us more detail. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, but anyway. It might be, and people would have to say, where's the toes at? And that might be where you would see the toes you could see underneath it. But anyway, it right. is huge. Something that huge doesn't even seem like it could exist. But there have been stories of the mountain trolls for thousands of years. Mountain trolls, by the way, were so mean and vicious. They lived on the mountains, which is why they were called mountain trolls. But they took over a mountain. You didn't go to their mountain. You didn't mess around their mountain. You didn't end up getting eaten. And, uh, by the way, that's what that alludes to, the beanstalk. Really, they say, is the symbolism for a mountain, and that's what Jack was going up the mountain to face the giant that lived there. But they make it a beanstalk because it's a fairy tale.
0: Uh, That came from either uh, Colorado or Arkansas. Uh, The woman lived in the mountains, and... uh... She looked out her her bay window, and something blocked the sun, and she saw a shadow uh, towering the trees. And she freaked out and called her husband, and her husband thought she was full of nonsense. And these are God-fearing people. These are good, honest people. And uh, her husband didn't believe a lick she was saying, so she screamed bloody murder, so he ended up leaving, leaving work. Uh-huh. And he came home, and she pointed to where this thing was. Uh-huh. And he went out there, and he could not believe what he saw, and he called his Bigfoot budding, which is very known in the cryptic community. He came over, and he was like, you got to be joking. And there were many tracks, but they could only cast one, and and they just disappeared. And I forgot they were, I think, uh, fifty-two inches long, mm. and it, I forgot how many people it took to get this out of the ground. But it, they just disappeared. Like, I cast a big—I uh, cast a bigfoot uh, one time,
1: big footprint, and it was only like eighteen inches. That's still huge. That. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, Jack and the Beanstalk. So, yep. You know, Very famous fairy tale, Jack. I mean, so they got some interesting properties. Actually, Jack was a a thief. He killed that poor giant for no reason. They stole everything that poor giant had, but Jack was a bad guy. But anyway, (laughs) from the (laughs) giant's point of view, I guess he was. (laughs) Anyway, uh, giants have been with us a long time, folks, and they will be with us a a lot longer. You know, there's certain DNA things that still show up. Look at all these basketball players. Some of them are very tall. Um uh, you still got the you still got the genes going, but it's not that as much as I'm concerned about is it, that spirit of the Nephilim. The spirit of the Nephilim still exists in this world. Uh is driven by the demonic, without a doubt. These are the fall the attributes of the fallen angels. You know, Jesus said about this about the angels, okay? He said the angels in heaven now. He didn't say anywhere else but heaven. The angels in heaven are not given in marriage. Do they marry or are given in marriage? So that was not allowed by God. So they, these fallen angels went against the precepts of God. Why was that? Why were the angels being allowed? Because he knew what would happen if they mixed up with the human factor. See, the things would really get screwed up bad. Christ but again, that's what
0: uh, question says in Revelation, the beast of the field, which kills a large population, percentage of the population, could these beasts of the field be giants, Bigfoot, Nephilim, etc.?
1: Well, like I said earlier, they corrupted nature too, not just mankind. They corrupted nature. Um, we know that without a doubt, uh, and I think that's what you get from that—that that na- na- natural corruption. Of uh, you have maybe things like Bigfoot, Dogman, Chupacabras, other things like that that don't really belong here on this world, they're not really part of our natural order, like a, a moose or or a a mountain lion, or anything like that. They belong here, okay? They're sort of part of the, the food chain. They're part of the chain of nature. These things, these other things, really don't belong here. So they're really abnormal things of nature. So where you got to ask yourself this important question, when you've got the normal and the abnormal, where does that abnormal come from? Is it mutation? Nah, it just does not look like mutation, folks. Uh, mutations here's the interesting thing about mutations mutations eventually die out they don't usually last long until maybe another mutation goes on but they don't last long and these things that we're talking about like Bigfoot and all these things have been here for thousands of years they've been talked about by the uh, Native Americans for thousands of years and so on and so on Um, these are not mutations in the natural order of things no Mutation might be like a duck without webbed feet. That duck will not survive long. That mutation won't last long. These things are lasting long. They're, they're going on hundreds, thousands of years. So what we're looking at are abnormal parts of nature. Where do they come from? What is their origin? It has to be from an outside force, an outside factor that made these things happen. And you got to look at The fallen angel equation, the Nephilim. Output the offspring. That's their offspring, the Nephilim. You've got to look at that. That's what you get from that. Okay. Genetically speaking, you can have experiments, and I've seen this, where they've had experiments with white and black mice, you know, and they'll interbreed and do all these different things and social orders and all these things. If you bring in an outside factor, and put it in there, it screws the whole experiment up, okay, it screws everything up, it throws everything off kilter, so once you disrupt, disrupt that order of things, other things happen, you have bad mistakes in the abhorrence of these, of the way these things go, that's the abnormalities, so where are these abnormalities coming from, they had an origin, that's the best origin I can figure out. Now, some people say this could have been caused by aliens. You know, alien races coming here doing this, messing around with the DNA and all that. That's another possibility. But let's look at the fallen angels. Could they not be also termed as aliens? They don't belong here. They don't, they're not things of Earth. They're, you and I, you and I, Chris, we're Earth people. We're, we're the things of Earth. When we die, we go back to what? To dust. Go back inflation. to the earth. Mm-hmm. That's it, you know. We are things of the earth. They we're not aliens to this planet. But the angels are. They don't belong here. Fallen angels especially. Do not belong here. They are aliens. But that goes back to that old saying even angels don't need a passport. They can go anywhere they want to. The good guys, the good angels. But the bad angels are down here with us. They're the real aliens, folks. Okay? To me, that makes perfect sense. They don't belong here, and they screwed this place up because they're not, they're not supposed to be here. They're that unknown factor brought in that it's messed everything up. That's where you get sin. That's where you get the fall of man. That's where you get the troubles you got today. That's where the origin began. Began with one angel named Lucifer. Who thought he should be God and he had a plan to defeat God every way possible and that plan like I said earlier is still ongoing today and all the giants are just one of the offspring of this of this unholy alliance between men and, and demons uh, and that alliance is even stronger today than it has ever ever been before In the history of mankind. It is stronger today because man is leaning more into, tapping more into the demonic powers in this universe. The dark, the dark forces that are there. And they do it scientifically too, like with CERN. We talked about CERN before. And here's another thing, Chris, I'll tell you this, and I've been noticing this a lot. There's some weird, freaky stuff going on, folks. You need to open your eyes out there and become aware of what's going on around you. We're seeing reality shifts going on here. Things are appearing that weren't there before. Things are disappearing that were there. Some kind of a freaky thing is going on because the satanic plan doesn't stop with you and me and DNA and nature. Okay, it's going. It's ongoing. He the the. The satanic forces in this universe are not going to stop with planet Earth. You understand? It's not about just planet Earth. It's the whole ball game. It's the whole universe that they want to be corrupted, to destroy, to take over. Everything. And that includes even universes and timelines. They would love to screw up the timeline. I don't think, without a doubt, Chris, if it weren't for the grace and the power of Almighty God, we would have been gone a long time ago. We never would have been here. Because this plan is so insidious and so ongoing, it's mind-boggling. You know, I had a professor friend one time. He used to have, he used to have a saying. He said, I love to hear the sound of minds uh, uh, to blown. And I'm blowing your mind at that, because this is not just a little small plan here on this little rock in space. This is much bigger than you could ever comprehend. But it's such an evious, evil, devious plan. And only one force can defeat this plan, and it will be defeated. Because if it didn't stop it, it will not end here. This would just be the beginning. Of this plan, you understand? It would not stop here. Satan doesn't want just you and me, he wants everything. Everything. And he doesn't care how he gets it. And that's his plan. It wouldn't stop here, but it's going he's gonna be defeated. It is gonna stop here. Okay? It is gonna stop here. You can take that to the bank. But I see that as being a lot much larger picture than you're really looking at. And you see that happening right now in the world around you. Open your eyes. Open your eyes and see. Get your head out of your phone. And pay attention. Pay attention. Because it's ongoing. It's happening right in front of us. And a lot of this stuff has happened since CERN started up, definitely. And I think CERN is being used by these dark forces to open the doorways that need to be opened for the things they want to do.
0: Absolutely. That's the truth. I'm hoping we'll get some interesting
1: questions coming up here. Everything got quiet there for. <laughs> but it's true, folks. I mean, I mean, I, you can't make stuff up like this. I mean, this is. It is a far-ranging plan, and so instead, The more I look at it, the more. I don't say I admire it, the more, but the more intricate it becomes to me. It's so mind-boggling. It blows your mind. A lot of people but are you oblivious what? to it. But you know what, Chris? Only, only the mind of an angel, even a fallen angel, could come up with something like this.
0: You know? Yeah, that is correct. Y'all have any questions before we wrap up?
1: How about that? We need some giant questions. Big questions.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that Canada thing or that uh, Afghanistan, uh, the government is blocking the sound. Uh, I think uh, they've been working, Barb, they've been working on my internet all weekend. Uh, I don't know if they hit a line or something. So I have no idea. So I think I'm going off my cell phone right now as a hot spot. Yeah, if you want to lead us in prayer, then we'll wrap up. All right. Let's bow our heads.
1: Heavenly Father,
0: we ask you
1: that in these dark times that are coming upon us, that you give us the knowledge and the wisdom and the discernment to see the things that are going on around us, to confront the evils that are in our lives and our shadows of our world, that are uh, going to affect us in our near future and in our daily lives. We ask that you safeguard us, that you keep us close to your heart, and you keep us in your hand, your mighty hand, which can render aid where there seems to be none. We ask this, that you you give us your holy angels as guardians and protectors over us in our lives, that you bless our fortunes, As you bless our finances, you bless our health and our families, our children, our grandchildren, that you bless us in every way that you possibly can. We ask this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the one name to which all power is given in heaven and earth. In his name and by his blood, we ask this and we humbly pray. Amen. Mm -hmm. All right, Mr. Carroll.
0: So what's on the agenda for next week?
1: I think next week I'm going back to the uh, spirit of the antichrist that's connected to AI.
0: So we're oh, going to talk
1: about that a little bit.
0: I noticed AI is gaining a lot of popularity. I'm seeing more ads. I'm seeing more people lose more jobs, which uh, I said they would. Yep. So it is sad, but There's it's going to be a reality. big.
1: Uh, it's going to be a big factor in our future, definitely, and we need oh, to talk oh, some I'm more about it. that.
0: I'm seeing it already. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. why pay Mister Carroll to do a commercial for 1995? Y'all yeah, can do it for you, and it's just amazing what, yep. what AI is doing and what, what it's uh, and people are buying into it. Oh yeah, and you know, I, 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 was I see about the actors it. and actresses are on strike about it, and the oh, writers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. they don't they don't need them. Yeah. They're replaceable.
1: It's not, but you know, AI is going to become self, self, uh, believing in itself to the point where it's going to say, hey, "We don't need you either. I don't need you. And you're my biggest threat." So there you go.
0: That's oh, going to be a ladies and gentlemen. You you heard uh, before we wrap up and let everybody go. You heard what they uh, asked AI uh, about the worst scenario, don't you? The human population, the human race. I got to find that clip and play that. Uh Yeah, they asked the robot that. And and then the media freaked out over it. So you heard it next week, ladies and gentlemen. AI, Antichrist, Uh it's coming. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Y'all have a good night, and we'll see you next week. Godspeed, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye.